I'm Anna Fox, a photographer and professor of photography at University for the Creative Arts in Farnham, and I created Fast Forward with Karen Noor in 2013 to promote and engage with women in photography across the globe. And I'm Maria Kapaeva, I'm an artist, photography tutor, and I have been working with Anna on Fast Forward since 2013, and the project is based at the University for the Creative Arts. And we're making this podcast series as part of our Putting Ourselves in the Picture initiative. Putting Ourselves in the Picture has grown out of an Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Engagement Fellowship awarded to me by the Arts and Humanities Research Council, which is part of the UK Research Initiative. This fellowship will build on the Fast Forward project to support a community of marginalised women in collaboration with five organisations across the UK. Autograph in London, Impressions Gallery in Bradford, National Galleries of Scotland in Edinburgh, Women for Refugee Women in London and Work Show Grow, which is an online project. Through a series of innovative workshops and mentorship activities, the aim is to give women new and important skills training and in doing this, enable them to make images that increase awareness of women's unheard life stories. Over the next few episodes, we'll be taking a deep dive into our manifesto and speaking to photographers, curators and educators, as well as inviting you into some of our workshops. So 2013 was a starting point for us and actually fast forward grew out of a conversation between myself and another colleague, Karen Noor, when we were thinking about and discussing how many women we had in the classroom as students, yet how few women photographers there still seem to be out there in the world. If I remember right, uh, we were started from sort of background research. We tried to see how women represented in publications and exhibitions overall to look in the general statistics and how it doesn't really fit to the number of female students we have. So obviously at that time there was already pretty much half and half the women were in the class. Later on it became even almost like dominated by female students. But the visibility of women in galleries and publication were quite still appalling in terms of the numbers. And I joined to start to do, in a way, look at that, look at this research, and then eventually got involved to organize all different events we did and start kind of a, a social media, the Instagram we run and the websites we co-edited with Anna. But maybe, Anna, do you want to kind of say a couple of things about what events we had and what sort of we've done already so far? Yeah, actually, I want to go back on to something you said, because you talked about that early research that you were involved with. We looked at some really key shows. So we looked back to the Royal Academy show on a history of photography, which took part in 1989 and discovered that out of 98 photographers, only four were women. And then the first big photography show at Tate Modern was in 2003, Cruel and Tender, with 24 photographers and only three women there. And we carried on looking at various different areas. And that was what set us up for, you know, really wanting to approach some of the people we approached to get them involved in the project. In 2014, we approached Tate Modern and asked them if they'd like to be involved and collaborate on a project to do with women in photography. And that's when we started the first a symposium to test the idea, which was completely sold out and very successful. And then on to our first conference in 2015. 
Yeah, I still remember people were queuing trying to get to this uh, workshop and seminar we were holding. It was such a big frustration that we couldn't fit more people because the room obviously has its own capacity and people were asking us if we can get in. So that was definitely really a sign for Tate Modern and for us that we really need to do bigger events and open up discussions about the women, how they represent it. But it's also, I think, being in academia, you're realizing how many people researching on women in photography. So women in photography as a subject for research is also a vital for us, I think, from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And do you remember in that um, first seminar in 2014, I think it was in the, the East Room at Tate Modern, what was brought up in the seminar after our talks, one of the key points was about motherhood and photographers. And there was one person asking very clearly why there wasn't a creche available for the event. And that really, you know, stuck in my mind, because I think it's quite a key thing across all professions. I mean, it's still a problem, isn't it? It didn't go anywhere. But there are so many organizations now being formed in dealing with that. But at the same time, many parents, which are mostly women, means mothers, they are struggling to have like full access to to the spaces, to the events, and also to the network. For example, some residency, they do not support artists coming with their families, with the kids. But there are more and more initiative organizing now. I, I can see it around the world and they bring awareness of that and they advocate to address it. For example, um, an artist residency in motherhood initiated by an artist, Lanka Clayton. As part of it, she created a self-directed open source, which looks like as a map of residency around the world, which welcome uh, artists, parents with their families. And our website, fastforward.photography, in the opportunities section, you can find the link to this map. Certainly in the last eight years, and we, we've been going for, I think, about eight years now, there have been very definite changes, and they've been fueled by things like Me Too, and things that happen politically from day to day, which affect people questioning this patriarchal society that we live in. The other thing is that's important, I think, through looking at the events that we've done, which have been a series of conferences, followed by a series of research workshops that were funded by the Leverhulme Trust International Networks Award, is to meet up and discuss things and actually reveal some of the stories of women in photography, many of which are hidden. And I think it is things to do with the way that women might necessarily take breaks in their careers, that their stories suddenly can become concealed or, or not talked about anymore. But there is also something about networking that comes up again and again that I think is more difficult for women in photography. I always find that with our fast forward projects, we almost like try to break the stigma that women feel quite competitive with each other. That's why they don't support each other. We actually, I think, trying to do very different and connect people internationally and build up the network where they could collaborate together, support each other and get to know each other as well, which is very important. In 2015, we had our first uh, conference in collaboration with Tate Modern and with University of the Arts London, particularly Professor Val Williams, who's an expert on women in photography. And 
it went incredibly well. We had almost 250 abstracts, which is big for an academic conference. And it was sold out the same as the seminar. And again, I found it embarrassing that people were queuing to get tickets. It was awkward. But we had one of the biggest spaces, I think, in Tate Modern. And a number of magazines did articles or whole issues about women in photography to go with the conference. And then in 2017, we moved on and... Maria, you can tell us about uh, the Lithuania experience. Oh, yeah. So I kind of been from Estonia and knowing that how little was being discussed about women in photography in the region, let's say sort of Baltic states or post-Soviet region. So I was kind of thinking, is there a way to organize something there? And then Yeva Meilute Svikuneine, who was at that time a director of Vitus Lucas Photography Center in Lithuania, she approached me and she actually had the same idea as I did. So we decided to collaborate and put the whole uh, knowledge and expertise fast forward project has and organized the conference in 2017 at the National Gallery of Arts in Vilnius. What was so fascinating about it is we, you know, we took a lot of the, you know, colleagues from the UK and many of us were listening to stories of photographers that we had never heard of and it was just incredible. Um, And the other thing that accompanied this conference was a series of exhibition visits and I really remember the exhibition that Yeva had curated. It was in a it was a library. It was National Library. Ah, oh, the National Library. That's right. And that work was extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. It was fantastic work of Veronika Schleivite, the photographer who was working in a kind of mid-20th century. and did quite controversial work, but uh, very little known were about her. I think that exhibition was a quite important point even for her for rediscovering her like in Lithuania but then in the rest of the world as well. Actually after the first Tate conference was when we were awarded the Levy Hume International Networks Award to get together with six different partners across the globe to run research workshops around the theme of women in photography and we just had the most amazing experience over a three-year period meeting people hearing stories and looking at new work, making friends, understanding how to network in a way that I think we hadn't understood before. And what was important about the workshops is this group of partners who gave an incredible amount of time and energy to make these workshops happen. So we had partners in the US, in New York, Dylan plus Lee Gallery, in Brazil, Universidade Federal de Minas Gerais, in Nigeria with the Lagos International Photography Festival and the African Artist Foundation. In India with the AKJ Mass Communications Research Centre at Jamia Emilia Islamia University in Delhi. In Finland with the Finnish Museum of Photography and back in London with the Slade School of Fine Art at UCL. It really opened lots of doors for us into new conversations and also the way that as well as women often being left out of the stories of photography, in a way, there's a lack of an international perspective in photography stories and how they're told. Yeah, and it's definitely through this kind of conversations are the 
networks uh, we could see and, and find the meeting points or kind of similar research or similar issues. It was very interesting also. We tried to keep each workshop as open as possible. There was some sort of different collaboration started to be happening beyond the fast forward, but between the participants or organizations. And you can find the summaries of all these on, on our website under the research section. At the end of our research workshop series, we then had a third conference, again at Tate Modern and in collaboration with University of the Arts London. You could feel the impact of the research workshops in the second Tate Modern conference with the range of abstracts that came in and we were able to be much more international in the way we pictured women photographers and their lives. It'd be really interesting to hear about you and your work and what Fast Forward means to you. My work is, I would say it's a feminist work, at least I'm quite often in my work looking at the position of women in our society and also representation there, quite often looking for stereotypes, stigmas, expectations, various kind of angles taken on that. So for me, joining Fast Forward was in a way like a logical and it was really even supporting me in my practice to keep doing that. It's kind of a wonderful way of being able to work on something, being paid for something almost like a activism you do, plus doing my own practice, which link very well to fast forward agenda. Yeah, I agree. I think you have a very feminist practice. And as well, you know, for me, it's been a total inspiration. And I, I really didn't realize that at, at the start of it, but I've certainly realized it as we've gone along that I've learned a huge amount. I've been thoroughly inspired by the other people involved in the project. We've also linked to this incredible network of people and ideas. I also wanted to know um, a little bit about the Instagram project, which you've curated right from the beginning, Maria, Women in Photo. It's a total visual pleasure. Well, thank you. But it, it was feeling like, isn't it, we started in 2015. It was very logical being present on Instagram for any kind of photographer or visual person. And a lot of people start to use it almost like a portfolio for themselves or even selling the work. So that's why I felt like if Fast Forward wants to have access to a bigger audience than just our network, Instagram would be the right place. I ask every week a new artist to take over. Sometimes I organize a visual conversations between emerging artists. And recently we started to do, as we called FF Lives, the live conversation between the artists. And I really try to bring to visibility as many as possible artists from non-Western world, because I feel it's kind of fast-forward responsibility being based in uh, one of the Western countries. We can give a platform for other uh, less represented professionals. I think it's staggering. I mean, the number of people, the variety of the work. Yeah, we have actually more than 500 people went through the, our Instagram. It's incredible. And the visual quality, it's just, it's stunning. I really hope that some curators and editors follow that, especially male ones, then then kind of get inspired by the works and ask some of these artists to collaborate. That's my really a biggest hope on it. 
Yeah, actually, that's raised another key point for me, actually, that's so important that one thing we've just not had enough of is men taking part in the conferences and in the events that we have. And I think that's something we need to work on is the involvement of men, particularly from the world of photography, obviously. But I also think it's a vital part of, uh, of education. Uh, I think we need to learn things that we can take back to our classrooms at every level right from the word go. I actually maybe slightly disagree with you in terms of like, we have to work more on that. I think men has to start working on that. And for me, it's a still big puzzle why the men are attending so little, some uh, amazing events dedicated to uh, women or like as a conferences we did. Actually, one of our speakers at the latest conference, Tiago Nogueira from Brazil, when we had the chat with him, he was asking me and he was very surprised why so little men in the audience. He said it's a such amazing source for new names, for names from the histories, for new practices. He said the curators, editors, writers should be the first people who should be there in the present. And it doesn't matter what gender they are. I suppose what I meant by us is I think we we do have to think about how we take forward our marketing campaign in a way that actively encourages men to come and get involved. So I'm going to talk to people about that. I wonder if you can tell a bit more about Manifesto, which came out from all these events and meetings and discussions we did. The idea did come from our research office at UCA. I had a lot of support to develop it, and it was also funded with a small grant from the UK Research Initiative. The idea is obviously to get people interested in the subject of women in photography, but also to promote equality and inclusion for women. Let's read the kind of a full title of it. It's Fast Forward Manifesto for Increased Involvement of Women in Photography. Yeah, sign now. (laughs) (laughs) It's available on our website, which is fastforward.photography, and individuals, organizations can sign it. And please feel free to do that at any time. The next two episodes are going to be all about the manifesto and we're going to talk to members of our steering committee, our partners, curators and photographers that we've worked with and they're going to discuss their take on what's raised in the manifesto and things they think we all need to do to improve the situation for women in photography. Putting Ourselves in the Picture is part of an Arts and Humanities Research Council UK Research Initiative Quality, Diversity and Inclusion Fellowship awarded to me at Fast Forward Women in Photography. The project works in partnership with Autograph, Impressions Gallery Bradford, National Galleries of Scotland, Women for Refugee Women and Workshow Grow. This podcast was produced by Anna Fox and Maria Capaiva with audio production by Lucia Scatzocchio from Social Broadcasts.